Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. G'day, it's Claire here. Thank you again for tuning in to the quickie throughout 2023. We really do appreciate you and the quick bit of time you give us to feed your mind. We are still on summer break, but we are bringing back some of our best performing episodes of the year for you to catch up on before we return to do it all over again in 2024. So now that Christmas is done and the new year is here, you might already be looking towards the end of the month when your little cherubs are headed back into the care of their incredible cohort of teachers. But while there are very different types of kids who enter the schoolyard on day one of term one, from the clingy attacher to the blasé breezing, there are also a couple of different types of parents who end up at drop-off too. Which one are you? Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Remember how long summer school holidays felt when you were a kid? Those six-odd weeks felt like an eternity of sunshine, lazy days and fun with friends and family. But eventually, someone in charge will start to make the moves that signal the end of the dream is near. It might be the purchase of new stationery, the school bag getting dragged out of the cupboard, new shoes to be fitted for or a haircut organised. Eventually, A morning rolls around after the struggle the night before to get to sleep, having spent weeks staying up late. You're dragged bleary-eyed out of your slumber to wash, brush and organise your way to the school gate for your first day back at school. While memes will tell you there are just two types of kids on day one of school term, the one all smiles with their backpack on ready to go and the one laying on the floor having a meltdown, there are many different responses to a day that can be a mix of excitement, uncertainty and maybe a touch of hope. Like Kendall, who said her undiagnosed ADHD as a kid made it super stressful. I was confused and anxious, feeling quite unwell, wanting to go to the toilet, shaking with nerves and anticipation, and really feeling very different and completely out of my comfort zone. For Angela, who grew up in the foster care system, school was really daunting. For me, it was horrible. At first, I was horrified when I found out you had to go to school five days a week, but then I realised that's five days a week I was out of these homes kind of thing. It was became my refuge, but then you're also changing schools sometimes every term, so that made it hard. I was very introverted and shy as a child, but that was also safer than trying to make friends and not knowing when you'd be moving again kind of thing. 
and you're quite often ignored or forgotten because you never had a school long enough for teachers to recognise you and you just sort of get bumped around and even though there's a curriculum for schools, you, the schools are never at the same place at the same time kind of thing. And then you've got all different kids and different learning abilities. So some things you, you do five, six, seven, eight times and other things you don't even touch on kind of thing. So it's I've had this really weird mixed education. <laughs> some things I'm great at and other things I couldn't even tell you. Anna's mum was hit harder by the separation than she was. My memory is of quietly finding a little friend and holding hands and walking into school. But my mum's memory is that she stood and watched me walk in with my two little brothers and one of my brothers started crying and she started crying and they pretty much cried the whole drive home, the poor things. There were those who couldn't wait to kick off the new school year, like Nicole. The night before, it felt like Christmas. I'd get those excited butterflies. I'd be tossing and turning. I was so excited to see my friends because sometimes during I'd gone the whole holidays without seeing them or speaking to them. I used to love turning up at school, still in the heat, like you could still feel summer, and checking my timetable and like comparing it with my friends and getting a brand new fresh diary and just like the smell of fresh textbooks because everything was handwritten all the contact and the fact that like the first week it was just like create a title page like that's all you had to do so uh, yeah I absolutely loved it. For Sarah she has parents whose life choices meant first day was also new school almost every time. My father was in the Navy so his postings usually lasted about two years so every couple of years we'd move to a new state and in one case we moved to a new country so I go to a whole new school So every year brought a whole new, like a little bit of excitement, but it'd soon die out because, I don't know, for some reason primary school was really, really hard and I found it really hard to make friends. And then there are those who've never stopped having first days, like teacher Anne, who says this year it will be her 60th first day of the year. For some reason I love schools. So I remember my first day of school was actually in the city. I must have been staying with my grandparents for a while and I remember lining up and being so excited about the bubble taps and having a hook to hang my bag on. And now my first day of school is, I don't know, about setting up a new fresh classroom and thinking about the new group of kids that are going to come in and where they're all up to because I'm in a very privileged position that I work in a P12. So because I've been working there for so long, I see iterations of kids. So I see them from the first day, very first day of prep, right through to the last day of year 12, which is pretty special. So how do we handle all the different types of kids as they head back to the school gate? And more importantly, how do us parents handle ourselves in the process too? Dr. Frances Walfish is a leading child, couple and family psychotherapist based in Beverly Hills. She's the author of The Self-Aware Parent, Resolving Conflict and Building a Better Bond with Your Child. Dr. Fran, there are quite a few different types of kids who'll be heading back to school next week. First up, how do we help those who suffer from anxiety and struggle to deal with all the emotions that the first day can bring? Excellent question, Claire. Number one, your Listeners need to understand that separation anxiety is the most common underlying cause of 
kids resisting going back to school. And that's especially first, first day at school, so preschool, kindergarten, separating from mommy, daddy, and teeny age. So the same separation anxiety that got triggered in the early years of child development get re-triggered on every change and transition for all human beings. And that is true across the lifespan. So when you change from Christmas vacation, coming back to the new year after break, any change or new teacher, change of nanny, change of residence, change of development, any of a life experience change in a child or even in an adult for all of us with divorce, death, anything that's different will re-trigger separation anxiety and we'll see it in anxiety about going back to school, to work, sleep disruption, and even changes in eating patterns. Here are the best ways for parents to help children with this most common anxiety. Number one, validate your child's feelings. It's so important to help your child recognize what they're feeling and understand it's natural and normal. Number two, if you have a very young child who's never gone to school before, the separation from parent should not be abrupt. An abrupt cutting away or disruption is too harsh. So if it's the first, first time, it should be gradual with incrementally separating the parent in gradual times and you can talk with the school teacher and administration about what they allow so that it's gentle and warm. Number three is implement a regular bedtime for and a routine prior to bed for at least 10 days before returning back to school because our bodies run on a clock and a tempo biologically. It's not just an emotional thing. So if your child in summertime has been used to staying up late watching TV or videos or on their iPhone, get them used to shutting electronics off, getting in bed at a reasonable time, and turning their bodies into a tempo of going back to school. Talk with your kids about what to expect on the first day of school. As long as they know what to expect, anxiety goes down. Include your child in shopping for school supplies. It's really fun if they're choosing their markers and crayons and pencils and notebooks and backpacks. It makes it more fun and familiar with mommy if they pull it out during school time. 
if it's a young child, even if it's a teenager, visit the school campus if it's a new one. Even if they're returning after a two-month summer break, refresh your child on where the bathrooms are, the lunchroom, the library. If you can have visual access to their new classroom, it really helps. Crucial. Try to arrange a play date with two or three of your child's classmates that will be in their next class so they do not feel lonely. The main thing you want to create a buffer against is loneliness. So the child has a substitute for mommy and daddy when they're in school. If you can create a a relationship between your child and the new teacher. So first day of the school sends apple slices and cheese and encourage your child to share with the teacher during school break. That helps your child also, so especially the young ones. So they have someone they know familiar they can go to if they need help. And finally, the big one, Kids fight in general with their parents. They don't want to do homework. Get a homework timer with a buzzer so that the parents, the moms and dads are not the homework cop. You don't want to become the combative opposition with your child. You want to establish and nurture and nourish your child mother, child father, child parent relationship and leave homework to the teachers, tutors, classroom. So those are my helpful tips. What about with older children who act like they don't care about anything, that they're not going to really give you much as far as emotions go on that first day of school? How do we best support them when they're maybe not forthcoming with how they're actually feeling about heading back to school? Those children, they're hard to read sometimes. And what you want to look for as a parent to know if your child really is feeling happy and content. Of course, you want to look at their mood and their state of mind or any change in their usual mood, you also want to look at any changes in eating habits, sleeping habits, socializing habits, so those kinds of changes. If you do notice those signs, the likelihood is it's not a separation anxiety. It could be For example, the child may be ostracized by their social group at school or being bullied, the victim of being excluded by a group of other kids their age, or maybe being victimized by an older group of kids. So you want to first Explore as a detective with your kid, but not in a pressuring way. It requires a lot of exploration. Being a loving parent, your attitude, your dialogue, your 
a commentary can include you want to give your kids all the privileges you have provided them with, but you wouldn't be a good parent if you didn't also have expectations and you expect them to pass their school grades and show up in class, do their jobs of homework, menial chores, making their bed, dumping trash, and free access for parents to knowing what they're doing on electronics. Dr. Fran, just finally, what if the person struggling the most on the first day of school is the parents? Ah. What if it's us standing at the front gate crying our eyes out? How do we best handle this? Now, that would be my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, parents need to understand that can be the root cause of separation anxiety and a child. You know, I used to worry about my mom because first day of kindergarten, I have a memory of my mom crying, clinging to the chain link fence at school, and they had to rip my mother away from me. It stayed with me for six years. I worried about her. Is she okay? And it's Always rhythmic balance. It meaning separation anxiety. The separation anxiety always is a two-way street. If the child is suffering, so is the parent. So if that is the case and the parent's having a harder time than the child, somebody, and maybe it's my voice, but someone has to help that parent understand by allowing the child to separate and giving your child the message that it's healthy to separate from mommy and good parents want their kids to go out into the world and be free and independent. That parent is giving their child a golden life gift to separate and thrive as a an independent child, adolescent, and adult who will be equipped to function in the world ahead of them in their lives and not depend on mom and dad to be successful. Even if you don't have a kid heading back to school this term, prepare yourselves because there'll be reduced speed limits in school zones, more traffic on the roads. For parents, soggy sandwiches in the bottom of bags, which you have hopefully cleared out since last term. Godspeed if you have it. And life back in the routine of forcing small people out the door every day with all the joy and protest that goes along with it begins again. That's the quickie for today. This episode was produced by myself, Claire Murphy, and our executive producer, Callie Borg, with audio production by Jacob Round. <laughs>